0: Well, Good yeah. evening, oh, Rabbi here. Out. Today we're going to be learning, uh, starting a new Perak. This is Perak Elu Ovrin. Uh, even on these very first two words, big Machlokes, rashi, and tostos, what is it exactly that we're talking about? We're going to be following within the path of rashi. But before that, we're starting on the bottom of Bez Medalef, and we'll be finishing in Sashem toward the bottom of Mem Gimel the We will have time to spare, emir Sashem. Uh, and uh, let's get started with the new Mishnah, new perech. Beilu over in Bepesach, Rashi says right here, first Rashi, Beilu uh, um, over in Alehen, Bebali Roh, Ba'yimate, Tosas has a different sheet, but these are the things that you will violate Ba'yi Roh, Ba'yimate with. What are they? They are kuta habavli, as we've spoken about before. Kuta chabavli is a dip that has milk in it. V'sheichar hamadi, this is a type of beer. a certain type of vinegar. V'zaysum ha'mitzri, we'll get into what this is in the Gemara today. The zuman this is a liquid that was used for dyeing. V'amil shal tabachim, some type of flower thing that tabachim uses. Again, we'll get into this in the Gemara. The kolan shal a certain type of glue that people who would make books, uh, that's what they would use as well. And uh, then the uh, Gemara continues, the Mishnah continues. Rabbi Eliezer, what does that mean? Jewelry. When we were little kids, they used to take t- take the elbow noodles, you'd string a uh, you'd put a little rope cheerios. through it. Is that Cheerios, exactly? So at least the khala pachos cheerios are actually edible, you know. So maybe we'd have to say that maybe we're talking about women's jewelry that's inedible. So we'll see in the Gemara what that means. Zehakla. Here's here is the, here are the guidelines of uh of how we should look at chametz, And the Gemara says as follows, the Mishnah says as follows. Anything that's made out of min dagon, browse, barley, rye, oatweed, spelt, that is going to be over on Pesach by Rabbi Yimatse. If you eat it, you're Chayekaris. However, the ones in our Mishnah, the elu, quote unquote, of our Mishnah, that Ba'azhara. Be be-azhara. is a code word for an Israelav, and Israel do in the Torah. ve ein If there is some type of mixture, so then it's not going to be an israel we're going to spend a fair amount of time today discussing chametz that is not chametz gum or plain, but it is actually in mixture form, or chametz noksha, uh, or noksha, depending on how you pronounce it, uh, which would be chametz that is uh, potentially inedible. But first, let's start with a couple of uh, things uh, off of the beginning of our Mishnah. Rabbana, the Gemara opens, bottom and be there are three things that are said about Kuta about this dip. Number one, it's bad for your heart. It makes a person blind. And it makes your body weak. How do all three of these things play out? Rashi here says it's the mei chalav, the liquid that separates from the actual milk itself. It's that white separation. If you've ever left out a gallon of milk in your house, or if you leave out a milkshake from somewhere, you'll see that there's a separation of liquids. So that's uh, They would use a salt in there that would be blinding. Of course, we know this is Melach Sodomis. Sodomis is a type of uh, salt that we seem to not have access to, but it was the reason as to why we have our starting minhag for washing Maim Achronim. Again, today. Nowadays, within the Ramah, is there still an obligation to do so? Uh, so that's uh, what the salt does. How does it mess up with the body? So it says, What's kumnisa de'uma? Rashi says, two lines from the bottom, it's mold. So the mold is bad for your body. There are three things that makes a person go to the bathroom more. is bad for their posture. It takes one five hundredths of a person's brightness in their eyes. Eluhein, here's what they are. kiber, it's a bread that's made from unrefined flour. And raw vegetables. Rashi, what does raw vegetables mean? Vegetables should be good for you. So, Rashi says, we're not talking about regular uh, you know, cucumbers. We're not talking about the regular things. We're talking about, says Rashi, you're going Christian leeks with onions, and this is chazeres, like we saw, it, like the bitter herbs. Those, when you eat a lot of them on the regular, then they are bad for you. Otherwise, they are not bad for you. on three lines from the bottom. There are three things that minimize the amount that one would go to the bathroom. It's and is good for posture. It makes the eyes brighter. eating clean bread. Bus or shamed eating fatty meat, the yayin, yashan, and old wine. Sounds like quite the diet. Good bread, good meat and good wine. pasnakia dismida What does uh that mean dismida? Rashi says desmida solas is uh, it's refined uh, very well, um, very, what's the word I'm looking for? Filtered, not filtered, sifted. Very, very nicely sifted and finely ground up uh, flour. Basar shamin, what kind of animal are we talking about here? de lo eftah. It's an Eiz, look at, look at Rashi, top line. de lo shelo It's a pregnant animal, shelo and the animal has more fat on the body, and under those circumstances, that animal is considered a basar shamin. It's good for you. Also, just uh, as a side note, this is what we would call a ben pakua. If you shech an animal, while the animal is pregnant, then the animal inside doesn't require shechita. Okay, so this animal is pregnant with a with, with, a, with a baby. And if you shech the mother, then the animal inside does not require any form of shechita. So it would be just a perk of this type of animal that, that one would be eating. Yayin, what's about the yayin? yoshin atik atiki, it's very old. Uh, Rashi, what does atik, atik mean? Top line, turning to the second line, Yashin shall Yashin shell shalosh shanim, three years old. They clearly didn't have the same... Uh, the same amount of uh, old wines that we have. Kol de demali as a general rule says the Gemara membeiz says the Gemara mili de demali lahay kasha lahay. Usually when you eat a food it has a plus on one side and a minus on another. Udakasha lahay lahai, and it has a minus on one side it's a plus on the other except for a few things. Bar mizan gibila retiva except for moist ginger. Upilpale arichta long peppers. Upas nakiya and um, very good bread. Ubasar shamen fattening fattening meat. Biyain yashan old wine. Demali lekule gufe if you're looking for Amari Mokom, this is it. She eat fatty meat, very good. This is exactly what the Gemara says that it's good for you. I don't know that they had the same studies of cholesterol and arteries and triglycerides that we now have. Don't rely on this without speaking to your doctor. But this is what the Gemara says is uh, things that are not bad for you. The Mishnah referred to Sheikha Hamadi. What does that mean? To Ramu Bey sare. They add into this beer the liquids of sare, the liquids of barley that was soaked in water. They added that to the drink. What's the vinegar? To Shadu bay Sare. Here too. They added in uh, the barley into the Chomet. This is a historical piece. The Gemara says, B'tchila. What does B'tchila mean? Take a look at Rashi. Just to our left. B'tchila. When the base of Mikdash was still built, they would bring the the the, nusachan, the wines, from the of Eretz Israel where Yehuda was. It was a nice. The wine never became a It never became vinegary. Back in the Gemara, it would never go bad until you would add barley. That was... When they wanted to then finally make it into a vinegar, they wanted, they were done drinking it, they weren't gonna use it anymore, or whatever the case was, the only way to make it bad was by adding barley. That's when they would call it However, now that the base of Mikdash is So then the enemies. They're the ones who get the good wine until we add That's the of our Mishnah, which is this wine that never went bad for the uh, why did it never go bad? Because the Kaim are I- im Im malaya Zu If one nation is filled, the other will be desolate. And if one is filled, the other will be desolate. We'll always have an inverse relationship with Edom. So when the Basin Mikdesh was Kaim, there was a nase that our wine never went bad. Once the Khorban took place, then there was a nase that their wine never went bad to fulfill that Pasuk. of Nachman, Ulom, Yamat, That we learn the same Yesob, from a different Pasuk. Tanya, the Breiser, writes about one-third of the way beis, beis. <speaking in Hebrew> if a person were to buy vinegar from a, someone who is Jewish but not observant in all of the laws, <speaking in Hebrew> you don't have to give Meiser on that. You can assume that the person did Meiser. <speaking in Hebrew> not because we trust the person but because it's from Temed. Temed is some type of very watered-down, take a look at Rashi right here to the left, your rascal Temed. He says, <speaking in> He <Hebrew> says, came from some derivative but it was not really wine so he says, don't worry about it you don't have to give meiser in that case because it's not really wine, it's temed, it's something else it's like a beer type of drink it's with a wine base, but it's not considered yain with the churban we assume that from an am ha- that we do have to do meiser so says the Gemara asking Akash of the Sava, Rebbe Yehuda, Temed, La Surahu. It seems from the Resha, from the beginning of that case, that it was not a bari that you don't have to give Maiser on Temed. Why not? The Hatanya, the Brisara, it's Hamas, made one who makes Temed, Venasan Mayim, you put in a specific measure of water. So, that if there's a high ratio of water, so then you're exempt, Rebbe Yehuda, why does your say, your machayv, take a look at Rashi to the left, two inches down, deep, ramass, huvar, bihuda, machayv, basr, chazus, If it looks like wine, and if it tastes like wine, then it's wine. And you're obligated to give miser under those circumstances. Rehuda didn't care about the ratios as much as he cared about what it looked like and what it tastes like. We know the Dina, we don't Pasuk in that way. If you water down your grape juice too much, it's no longer grape juice. It becomes a shahakal. Then it's grape drink. That's not the same thing. If you water it down too much, you're not allowed. So back in the day, when they drank wine that was undiluted, they would dilute to a specific ratio to make sure it was still bore Priakov. you have to be careful. So a few weeks ago, this happened. I had a little bit of bartender left. I put it in a cup for Abdullah. And one of my kids was being very nice, and they filled up the rest with water. I was I don't remember all the ratios off hand but it was, my cup was like half filled with Bartanur. and I'm like ah, oh. <laughs> okay that didn't work so make it make up on something else but uh, but here what we're talking about is that they this was temed and he said I don't understand if you have the temed and it and it still tastes that way and it still looks like wine so he's makhayf so that shows you the Rabbi Yehuda holds that you are in meiser with temed answers the gemara two answers almost halfway down haqi kamar lo next one answer is that ameha will never release temed from their hands. That is not yet me'ussar. Yes, Rabbi Yehuda's makbid on meiser. However, it doesn't apply here because it's temed, and an am ha'aretz is not chosheed on that. He's always going to give meiser before he gets it out of his property, even by temed. He boisema, some argue, no. do. Really, we are concerned that they're not going to do a, do a good job. Vilokasha. there's two types of temed. Ha... So there's two different kinds. Rashi, Debra four inches down from where we are, two thirds of the way down. Debra the Iba If you look through there a few lines down, it says, it just has this faint sense of what the fruit actually looked like. That's the first word. That's the second word, actually. Rashi explains them backwards. Rashi probably had the girsa reversed in his Gemara, which is why he explains Purzani before he, re- he explains Rivaka. Either way, the first one is where you are chayev, where Yehuda would say that you are chayev, in my ser, and the second one is where you are not. Halfway down, what is v'zaysim hamitsri We had this in actually, a couple of times, I believe. What's v'zaysim hamitsri My zay sum ha-mitzri says the Gemara, tani Rebyosev tilsa sari, it's one third barley, tilsa court uh one third saffron with tilsa milcha, one third salt. Rapapa mafik sary, he removed the ingredients of sari when he would make zasim a he would put in wheat. The simanech, but that's not a simanech sisni with the with the same sound, with the sin sound to remind us that it's actually sorry. That's how Rashi here explains. So, what would they do with this? Taru la taru taf and shin sharu from the word shorah they would soak it the kalu lehu, then they would toast it the tachne lehu, they would grind it up the shasalei mi divcha ve adat zarta from the divcha from the zevach from the time of the korban pesach from pesach to atzeres from pesach to, pesach to pesach to shavuos now it actually had some medical benefits but one should be careful to kamit mirafile if a person was blocked up it would loosen them up with the rafi if a person was not blocked up they were very loose then makamit ley would regulate them but lecholo li ubra if a woman, a person was sick or if a woman was pregnant, so then Sakanta, then one should be careful not to eat it. Then the Zaysuma Amitri would be considered to be dangerous. What is Bezomon Shaltzivine? What was this liquid that was used for those who were dying that our Mishnah quotes? It says Gemara Targimu Maya Dechiri de de This is what uh, it was a, a liquid that was used hacha, in Bavel. here in Babel. Uh, targimu, they translate as Maya Dechiri de They would use this to dye leathers red. Uh, what they were using for this liquid. So that's what the Mishnah is referencing. It had some type of flour in it. What was Vamil and Shaltabachim two thirds of the way down? Pas vua, Shiloh Hivya Shlish. This was the grains that had, were only one-third developed. They were totally not ready for being used for bread. What were they used for? They would be put on the top of the food, and it would draw in some of the impurities, some of the things that were dirty from within the water. That's the zuoma. It would dry it out. That was the use, and that's what made the cut into our Mishnahs, things that might be problematic. What, about the, what is the kolon shell svarim? Says the Gemara, Haha here in Babel, Turguma, de deushkifi. What is de what deushkifi? Is, take a look at Rashi. Where is this Rashi? Rashi is about 10 lines from the bottom of the page. Dibur uh, Hamasil, five lines into the thick lines. Dibur HaMaschel, glue, glued, it says here. it's glue. It's glue. What does he say? The Haritzan, and those who worked with leather, madbikin bo'es ta'or, they'd stick the glue together with this. Kishem Ischalek L'shtaymen, but either when the glue would split into front half and back half. We actually know about this from the Halachos of Hilchostam, of Sefer Tor Mezuzos, that there were two sides of the cloth, and if it would fall apart, they would glue it together. Oh, or you can take two layers of, uh, of of the leather and make them thicker. And they would use this special type of glue. So that's what's going on here in the Gemara. So the Gemara says that we're talking about a glue for people who do leather. He says, no, it's actually something else. Actually, what this was... This, uh, what was listed in the Gemara, is kolan shal svarim, this, uh, sorry, the, the pirur, de the ushkifi, what was that? He says it was this thing that the richer, the, the wealthier families would use, benos ashirin, they would use, it, shemashiris also, the they would use it to remove hair on their body, and then they, uh, people would use the leftovers, not such an appealing thing to use, but that's what they would do. Ayini, is this really true, that that's what it means? There are four references to things which are commonplace in the Medina in our Mishnah those four things are what we start with Kuta those are the four things listen our mission the four things that were medina and shlosha and three from three professions what were those three things it was Sivaim and tabachim and So that's what our Mishnah references, four standards in the community from three professions. and if our Mishnah, when it's talking about pirura Ushkefi, if you say that this isn't really glue, but it's this type of material that the, the wealthier community would use and then give it to the poor community when they were done, then my m'ini umnasika, then how does it fit into our Mishnah as it relates to the umniyos? There were only three umniyos and this isn't one of them. It really is glue. Amai karu le'hai kolan shells sfarim, but if that's the case, then why does it say colon shell svarim? Our mission is said colon shell svarim. If you look at Rashi, Rashi says it is for leather workers. The glue that we're talking about is not for books, it's for leather workers. So why does it say Colin shell svarim? Answers the Gemara colon shell ratsan in me baile. It should have been talking about a person who's a ratsan, a person who works with leather. <laughs> it really is this type of glue. Why does our mission refer to it this way? Because it's so from Nami Madab, because people who would make books, they'd also use this kind of glue. They'd use it at the back for the binding. they use it to, however, they use the glue, but it was the same kind of glue that they used. So the same glue, you go to the store. Can I please buy some glue for leather? And can I please buy some glue for bookbinding? Same glue. That's what the Gemara says. That's why our mission was able to say, it's kolen shal and I kolon shal that it's glue for both. Our Mishnah said, Rabbi Eliezer, Omer, Af Nashim. Two lines from the bottom, of and Beiz. It says that it was even for women's jewelry. What does that mean, Tachshit Nashim, Sal Daitach, for jewelry? How can that be? It says the Gemara, La'imah afti Tipule Nashim. No, what, what Rabbi Eliezer was adding was what we were hinting to above is something that was used for Tipule Nashim. To Amar Rabbi Yehuda Amar Benos Yisrael, turning to the top of Mem Gimel, if there were uh, Jewish girls, Shehi Gilipirkan. They, uh, they had reached the age of development, but they were not really old enough yet. This is a reference to shtei saros. Rashi says at the top, Rashi says, So they've already hit some degree of development with, uh, with body hair. They're embarrassed to have any hair on their body, so they want to remove the hair. So what they did is, If there were those who were less wealthy, so then they would use some type of lime it would kind of burn, burn the hair off, yeah. <laughs> of their body. Benos Shirin, if they were wealthier, toflos son bisoles. That's our case. We're talking about Pesach. It's flour. They would use some type of flour mix to remove the hair on their body, to remove whatever it was. They're removing hair on their body? Fine. Benos malachim, and just, just finishing out the idea, we already heard what we needed to hear because what Rabbi Eliezer was talking about was the solace. but let's finish out. Benos malachim, the wealthiest of the wealthy, the, the people who really just had everything, the kings, the princesses, what would they do? Peshem and Hamor, based on the, as we know, the Pasuk in Megillah uh, Shisha Sh Hashem and Hamor, my Hashem and Hamor. What is a and Hamor? Rav Huna Omer, Rav Sh- sorry, Rav Huna Abar Omer. Sateches. Rashi he has no idea what this is. Rashi says, I can't even find it. Rashi says that he doesn't know what it is. Oh, there it the is. Fourth line. Lo Parish, He doesn't know what it is. Apparently, Rashi elsewhere says he does know what it is. If you look in the Masorah Sashas, it says in and oskatan zayin. I have here in the Masorah Sashas it says uvimenachos pirish. Rashi shikoren belisma. He at least gave it a name. <laughs> here he seems to say I don't even know what we're talking about. So, was that Rashi? Was it Rashi's sons? Okay, it's unclear, but we don't know what Satechis is. It's oil that was extracted from olives that only grew to one third of their growth. Really, it was never edible for food. It was a different type of shemin Amor, it was a different type of thing. Fine. Tanya, Rabbi the Omer, on piknin another name for Shem and Hamor, because how do we know that? Because look at its definition. Shem and Zeish, exactly the same thing that Rabbi Yir-Mia said, so maybe it's the same thing as Shem and Hamor and on piknin are the same thing. The Lama Sachen why did the Benos Malachim use this? Because, On the one hand, it would remove unwanted hair, and at the same time, it was good for the skin, it would make the skin look very shiny, and uh, that was considered appealing. Zeh Klal, we said in our Mishnah, we're about a quarter of the way down, 15 lines down, Mem Gimel Ahmed Aleph. Our Mishnah concluded with Zeha Klal, Kol Shumim in Dagan, anything that was from the Chamesh Asmine Dagan. We said there that that's going to be Chayb That wasn't the language. It said you're over in Pesach, but we know that if you eat that, you're going to be Chayav Kares. So it says the Gemara Tanya Amar Yeshua V'Chime Achar She'Shaninu Kol Shehu Mineh Dagon Harez Over BePesach. Once you say that anything that has grains in it, you're going to violate the Halachos of Pesach. Why all the details in our Mishnah? Why did the Gemara say anything about Bakuta Chabavli about Sheikha Hamadi? Why? Just tell me. Tell me the rule. Tell me the rule. Don't tell me all the practical applications. I can I can figure it out. So it says the Gemara. Not everyone can figure it out. It says a person should know that which is regular so that's why if a person is giving a Pesach, and they say a person should not use toothpaste give examples what kind of toothpaste are we talking about Shabbos toothpaste regular things change in the cultures and we have when we teach we have to give practical examples because otherwise people could miss things they might think well this is an exception left and maybe you missed it like this person in the story here there was a person who lived in Eretz he went to Babel and he brought meat with him you know like when people leave Chicago and they go places they pack a suitcase of Romanian, I did this. I had a team meeting in Florida. I brought a hundred dollars of Romanian. We rented an Airbnb at Kasher Diab. We had a huge pastrami during the State of the Union. It was Gavaldi, okay. Anyways, the Gamar says this person brought meat with him to Bavel. Amar Lahu Kribuli Maskilta, and he says to the people, Can you please bring me some Maskilta? They misheard him. Shama de Kribuli Kutah. They they misheard. They brought him Kutach. No, oh, no, 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 you can't give me Kutah. Kutah is, is Hamid. Kutach is hummus. That's not allowed. Fine. So that's why they gave the practical examples. It's hummus. It has flour in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's true. Yeah, it's true. It has nothing to do with Pesach. It's both. Thank you. It's milchik. That makes a lot more sense. Does Rashi say that? Is he talking about Pesach here? No, because they would never have brought him the him Kutach with hummus. It wouldn't have had it. It has to be milchic. It has to be milchik. What? Maybe Kutach in but this was in Bavel. <laughs> the case was in Bavel. So I know I'm just wrong. It's talking about Milchitz. That's correct. Does Rashi say that, or I'm just? Uh, it's just obvious. Either uh, uh, is obvious. Yeah, yeah. Rashi it. yeah, Rashi says it. Rashi said well, the what? The what?
1: Oh, oh. oh, oh. Shabaki Haya.
0: the yeah. Yoda Perfect. I love. That's Rashi. Where, yeah, five lines down. Okay, great. Thank you very much. It says the Gemara that uh, they Actually, wouldn't bring it to him. You see a what? what? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Is that right? Okay, it's either way. Yeah, I can't take credit for it. I didn't see that, Rashi. Okay, <laughs> let's go. It says the Gemara that they wouldn't bring it to him. That's why it's good to give practical examples when you're giving sheer because you want people to know what they're talking about. Hare <laughs> elu that there's going to be a lav here. We're now going to enter into a very, very important sugya in Shas. And this sugya is about, what about types of chametz that are not pure? It's not a piece of bread. It's a mixture. Now, we know that there is no bital of chametz on Pesach, but what if there was a bitzol of chametz before Pesach? One in a hundred, one in a thousand, whatever it is. So then we would say that that taroves is maybe not chametz on Pesach. So we're not, what do, what do we do with mixtures? What do we do with chametz noksha? Says the Gemara as follows. We are one third of the way down Mem Gimel, Aleph. We're going to be analyzing some Sukkim here, analyzing some Brysas. So uh, let's focus and try to figure out what this Gemara means. Hare elu b'azhar that there is an iser d'oraisa by these things which are mixtures. Mantana, who is the author that holds? to chametz dagan al taroves that if you have one of the chametzus dagan that's al yedei taroves, that is part of a mixture. vin noksha be'enei belav and that there's chametz noksha machlokas rishanama ba noksha. It's really probably some type of inedible. Maybe a pasta would be a good example. Maybe it has to be even less edible than that. Pasta is actually chametz. It's actually chametz, but it's. It's not really edible, uh, so maybe it's that. My chlokas as exactly what it means, but anyways, uh, it's either a mixture or the chametz noksha, which is a, a slightly inedible version of chametz. Who is the author of our Mishnah to say that there's an Isra del Raisa? Two Sheetahs. Here's Sheeta number one. Amar of Marav, It's a shittah of Rav Meir. Where do we see that? To we have a brysa. What is the brysa, right? Shiur, this is not seor, is yisarek. Rashi and In above where we are, Shior, he writes, Shaloni It's really not fully leavened. Uh, we need to read the ne- the continuation of Rashi. This Why do you is because that's how it's pronounced. I mean, the says It wasn't in the in the Masifta it actually said that. Uh, either way, I don't I'm know, curious. yeah, that was why I said it. But anyways, Rashi here uh, highlights a machlokes here. We'll use that We'll use that just to make sure in case I, I misread it. Rashi Rashi here continues, in Deber Maschel, Siur Shalonis Ischamiz Kol Tzorcho, Siur Pliegei there's a machlokes Rav Meir and Rabbi Yehuda. Rav Meir Kari Siur, the earlier part of the development of Hametz, is Es Shehich Sifu, panav. it, I already changes color a little bit. Okay. V'zeot Chivas Chimuto. He holds at that earlier stage in baking that that's called chametz. But have a when it begins to crack, when the bread begins to crack on the surface, that's a later phase in the uh, in the cooking. Kvar sadekin dakin, sorry lisaadeik kvar sedakin dakin small cracks like uh, something similar to grasshoppers. but Rabbi Huda argues aval when it just starts to slightly change colors. He argues with Rameer, and Rabbi Huda that's still matzo. Ulrab Meir, is well past the line. Chametz So the machloka is about Seor, is whether or not uh, this early part of cooking, of baking, is considered to be Chametz, or is it still matzah? So now we can understand the Bryce and the Gamar. We asked our question Who is the Shitu Old Chametz Dagan Gomor? You have a mixture of real Chametz or Chametz Noksha. Who is the one who says there's Nisar the Meir? What does Rav Meir say? To Tanya, the Brice of rice, Seor Yisarev, it should be burned. When something should be burned, we should assume an iser Vinos no no kalbo. So you can also give it to your dog, which implies that there's no iser hana. So that's a stir meaning. be. We'll dig into that in a second. The haochlo be So the first and third statements, those make sense. The middle one seems to not make sense. Asks the Gemara. The obvious on this brysa. I don't understand. A gufokasha, amris se or yisare. You said that it should be burned. Alma aser Behana. That implies if you have to do sereifa, it's nisr hana and then the hadar Hadrartani Venos no leafnai calibah that you can put in front of your dog, Alma Mutrbana. So what's Pshat in the Brycea? The Bryce is very difficult. One line after the next doesn't make sense. Answers the Gemara halfway down, Mem gimel Gimalamala, answers the Gomara, Hakikamar. Here's Pshat. Say or Yisaref, Direbmeir, the Reb Mayor, Derebihud, the Derebihuda. Within their own shaitas, they agree, but they define Say or Yi differently. Remember what we said. Reb Mayor says that Say or Yi is when it begins to change colors. And he says, what when they reach that level, Yi and Rabbi Yehuda, on his level, when it becomes a seduction, when it gets the cracks like Chagavim, he also agrees. So then, that's Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda Each one in their respective shita. They're not agreeing with each other yet. They're still arguing. de Rabbi Yehuda says that Rav standard of Siri yisareif, I still hold as mutter. it's matzah because sif was not enough to become chametz according to Rabbi Yehuda. Reb Meir's standard isn't Hametz, it's still Matzah. So this is like a dig. The, the Brysa throws in, oh, and, and yeah, your your thing about tzreifa, Rav Mayer, you can Meir, uh, you can give it to the dog. No problem. There's no Isra there. And then when the Brysa says, when does the the come in? Not according to Rabbi Yehuda. Because the way Rabbi Yehuda understood the part about the club because it's not Hamits, it's Matzah. So therefore, who says "arba'im"? That's only Malkos arba'im That has to be according to rub Meir. So, Uh, Let's understand the sheets of Rameh. Let's extrapolate from this b'risa and the way we asked and answered on this b'risa to understand the answer to our question. Remember our question. We said, how do we know that (laughs) chametz gamral al yadei tairov? I said, if you have real chametz, it's in a mixture. Or how do we know that Chametz uh, noksha has an isher lav to it. Shem inon lay halfway down. Shem inon lay the Rab Meir noksha be'ene lav. It seems very clear that if you have noksha be'ene, it's full. It's right in front of you. You're making pretzels, whatever you're making. It's right in front of you that there's a lav. And then says the Gemara and adds in. It's not in the Brisa this way. The kol shekain all the more so. Obviously chametz dug on taroves. According to Reb mayor, what's worse, chametz noksha or chametz dug on taroves? So he, what? Well, whatever he said last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Kol Oh, Pasha, that that one's going to be Yasser. So this is going to become very important for the continuance of our Gemara soon. Rav Meir's um, opinion, all of this is within Rav Yehuda Marav. Rav Yehuda Marav the Amor was quoted Rev Rav Meir. And we, we found out the answer to our question that Rav Meir is the one who holds it there's a lot by chametz Noksha. And then he says kol shikino, the Kol the more so by Khametz Gamor, which is in a mixture. So we'll come back to this soon, but he holds it Khamid's Gamor, that dug on gamal that the actual chametz it's in a mixture is more severe. Fine, that's approach number one. That to answer our question, where does the love come from? Who, who is the one who taught us in our mishnah that there's an iser daraisa to have chametz noksha or to have chametz dug on gamal yadei the mixture of actual chametz that is Rav Meir, Rav Nachman Amar. No, different answer. Rabbi Eliezer, he, the Tanya, the Brysa writes Al Hamed's dug on Gamur, pure Hamed, you're eating a piece of bread on that's Mamish the Pasuk. Al Iruvo, Bilav, Dear Rabbi Eliezer. If you're eating a mixture thereof, that seems to be the roof case, you're talking about the Hamed's dug on Gamur, De um, that case he holds as a love, that's Rabbi Eliezer. So now we see our Shita. We're going to finish the brisa though, and this sheet of the brisa we will conclude with at the end of the page, uh, to, on the end of, the, of mem gimel on the base before the end of the day. So just kind of uh, bracket this off in your mind. They agree with, of course, but but when it comes to a mixture of chametz, they're below klum. They say that there's no isser at all. We're going to discuss that at the end of the end of the day today for our last suggya. Now, remember our question. We're at the first of the long signs, v'shaminan. But let's remember our question. We said, how do we know that there's an Iser deraisa by a mixture of chametz or by chametz noksha? Answers the Gemara, it's Rabbi Eliezer, who said that there's an Iser lav. Like the Rabbi Eliezer, he says, Amar chametz dagan al roves the kol noksha He reverses the Kolsha He says, yes, this Brisa indicates explicitly that when there's chametz dagan gomor al yedetah roves, that when there's a mixture of real chametz, so then we say, yes, there's a lab, but what's the kol here? The kol shekane noksha b'eineh. All the more so it's noksha. So this was a subtlety within each approach, an approach number one of Rabbi Yudumar Rav. The way he built the kol is what's worse, Noksha or taroves? The answer is taroves. Here, according to the second Amora, according to Rav Nachman, he says, no, Chametz Noksha is worse than taroves. So we're going to dig into that momentarily. Why did Rav Nachman, why did they not say like each other? Why didn't Rav Yehuda say like, like the second opinion of Rav Nachman? And why didn't Rav Nachman say like Rav Yehuda? Let's see. Two lines into the wide lines, two thirds of the way down. Rav Nachman, my time Why didn't Rav Nachman, who said that we hold like Rabbi Eliezer, hold like Rav Huda? Because he says, Amar Lach Ad Khan, You were Amar Lach uh, Dilma Ad Khan, Perhaps Rav huda Marav, when you quoted Rav Nachman, maybe Lok Amar Rav Nachman Maybe Rav Mayer was only talking about a case of Noch Aval, maybe he wasn't even dealing with a case of Chometz Dug on Gomeral of Lo. How do you even know he was talking about that? I can't. I can't use your Rav Meir, says Rav Nachman. I can't use Rav Meir as a because we don't know if he was talking about both cases of chametz noksha and, Ta- and a case of tayrobes. Maybe he's only talking about chametz noksha and the reverse four lines down, white lines for Rav Yehuda. My time, let Rav Nachman. Why didn't Rav Yehuda, who said like Rav Meir, why didn't he hold like Rav Nachman, who held like Rabbi Eliezer, where there's an explicit statement that there's an istir law by tayrobes? So the answer is the Gemara, like we would have anticipated. Amar lach. Ad can maybe maybe. Maybe Rabbi Eliezer was only talking about a case of al-Noksha but in the case of chametz noksha, this, this lower quality chametz lo amar. Maybe he wasn't talking about that. So neither of them really have a slam dunk case because each of their marrimakomos are somewhat questionable, and therefore they didn't hold like each other. They each held of their own. Rabbi Yehuda Marav said that we, we have the answer to our question: Does by and noksha by looking at the Sheita of Rabbi Meir? And Rabbi Nachman was of the opinion that we follow the Sheita of Rabbi Eliezer and each of them have their own pathways. Three-fourths of the way down, we have a brysa. Going back to the sugya that I was foreshadowing a little bit about which is worse, chametz Noksha, or a Taroves of huda We quoted the Sheet of Rabbi Huda Marav. Rabbi Huda Marav built his game that there's Noksha, and Kolshakein, of course, there's going to be an Isr by the Taroves, implying that the Taroves of chametz was worse than Noksha. What does the Brisa say to support this shita? Rashi also says this explicitly. Zebra Maschel, tiny, kavas, and the 10 lines, 12 lines from the bottom. He says, He says there that we know that the Ta'arovus is worse. How do we know that that's true? Because, says the Brisa as follows. The Pasuk says, The Ravos, Kuta, Chabav, Li, V'sheich, Ar, Amad, Li, V'sheich, now we can see an influence of the brysa potentially on our Mishnah or vice versa. We don't know when this brysa was written because we don't know when most brysas are written without a name. Um, so here it says that we need to include these things. You're not allowed to eat them. And remember, all of these are mixture cases. kuta sheikh ramadi, chomet All of these are mixtures. They're our Mishnah. They're all mixtures. So it says the Gemara, Maybe we would say that by kuta bechule and the rest of the list in our Mishnah and in this brysa that there's an Kare. says the Gemara, no. Uh, no, that's not correct. Al Dagan Bilav. So we have an explicit line here that says, when do we have the isr karays? That's when a person eats on, uh, dug on gum or it's pure, it's halo. It's mom, you're eating khala. So pasha that's gonna be an isr karays. However, where there's a mixture, so then bilav, you only get an issir daraisa. And who Shita was that? Man shamasle da ali Who's the one who said explicitly that a ruvo, that when there was a mixture of chamez, that it was Bilav? Rabbi Eliezer Good. What's missing from this whole brisa? Noksha, says the Gemara. This brisa makes no reference to chamez noksha whatsoever. Shmamina. What do we see from this brisa? Noksha, the le- Rabbi Eliezer, Lesley. Rabbi Eliezer doesn't even hold of chametz Noksha in the world of Yisurim. It may be Yasser the rabbanon It may be Yasser for secondary reasons, but it's not the isur Daraisa that we are talking about here. So what do we see from this b'raisa? That we have an isur Daraisa by chametz Al-Yuday Ta'arovas. isur Daraisa. But nothing when it comes to Noksha. So says the Gemara, Therefore we support the Shith Rabbi Yudamara, who held that chametz Al-Yuday Ta'arovas is more Khamur than chametz Noksha, a beautiful raya from the Gemara. Says the Gemara, Really, Rabbi Eliezer, I don't understand. A ruvo b'laav minole. Where does Rabbi Eliezer get his uh, the, get his Isra from? A ruvo b'laav. If you look in this braysta that precedes us, the one that we just saw, this line, we said that the pasuk says alchamitz gomer alchamitz dug on gomer on rishkareis, and then the next line said b'aliruva b'laav. But how do you know that? Where's that from? The Rabbi Eliezer ruvo b'laav minole says the Gemara because d'chseid Ko machmeses loso chelu. This pasuk, I'll read it in full. We're going to learn now two psukim in Parakud Beis. This pasuk is pasuk Kaf. Good. So says the pasuk that 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 says the pasuk that uh, that's how he knows that there's an Israel lab. Uh, Perfect. Says the Gemara. Why is there no Yisraelah by the, by the mixture? There should be, I'm sorry, why is there only an Yisraelah by the mixture? There should also be an kares. How do you know that by the mixture of Hamids, that, that there's not going to be an Haksib, After all, another Pasuk writes, and this Pasuk is Pasuk Yud Test, the preceding Pasuk, The previous Pasuk speaks about Kares. So in Pasuk it says you ate Hamath there where you get the lav. In Pasuk Yud it says you get Kareis. So how do you know that there's no Iser Kareis over here in our case of taroves? Says the Gemar, because you can't use that. That Pasuk of V'nik is being used already in a Brisa. What does the Brisa say? Skipping the word machmetes, the Mephorshim take it out. That's only when... When the, the bread leavens on its own. Mahmas dabar what if it only rises for an external reason? So the pasuk is unavailable to add the kares to the tairovas. It's being used. You learned the word, the isr la by a tarot from the word machmetis in I, why not an kares based on pasakyat test? Because pasukit test is being used to teach you that there's an issir kares when a piece of challah leavens for external reasons and not just on its own. If that's true, says the Gemara, says the Gemara, then maybe the case of taroves we shouldn't have the love used over there. We should have the law for this case where Hametz becomes Hametz from an external factor. Says the Gemara, no, that that, that rejects his, his reason. And therefore, Elatayimad Rabbi Eliezer is for a different reason. It's from the word Mikol. What word Mikol? Going back to our Pasuk that we were u- using already, that's Pasuk Kaf, the Pasuk reads, Kol, the word kol, teaches us kol, there's even an iser lab even by a ta'arovas. That's what the word kol means, according to Rabbi Eliezer, says the Gemara. But hasamnami in Pasuk Yud it also says kol. I don't understand. Hasamnami, haksiv kol, in the Pasuk that speaks about kares in Pasuk Yud it also says the word kol. Maybe we should say there's an iser kares by a ta'arovas, who says that there's only a lab. says the Gemara, No. The word "kol" in pasuk in pasuk yud tes, is being used for something else and is not available to extend the isr lavan Roves to the world of ataroves. Kol hahu mi baile says the Gemara. The Rabbo says to include women in the isr chametz. Why in the world would we need a pasuk for that? So we'll see now what the what the concern of the Gemara was. It says the Gemara. But wait a minute. Nashim, we know women are going to be chayavos for 10 reasons, but let's pretend we don't know anything about halacha. Uh, Gemara four lines from that. A Nashim, we learned that already. What did we learn about women? We know it's a, a well known Gemara. This Gemara is quoted all over Shas, and it says. What are you talking about? Women are exempt from chametz. You need a pasuk. The word kol and pasuk you attest by, by kari says to add in women by direshar chametz. What are you talking about? Women are always chayavos in mitzvot, lo They're never exempt. Liter- I think literally never. When would they ever be exempt from a mitzvah that's lo Says the gemara, itzrih. Crazy. What does that mean, It's rich"? Why? What's the habamina? So says the gemara. You might have thought the following. Top of mem gimel lamed beth. The Mgim al says this to us, What might I have thought erroneously? I might have thought Hole, Luke, because the Pasuk says Lo so chametz, shiva to- tochal matzos, that in the same Pasuk, when it indicates the Yisra HaMetz, it also indicates the Mitzvah of Matzah. What might I have thought? Kol yeshno matzah. Anyone who has a Chiyuv to eat the Matzah, Yisra Beval tochal HaMetz. And that's why we need the word Kol, because I might have made the incorrect assumption that the only people who are going to be Chayev on the of HaMetz are those who have a Mitzvah of by eating Matzah. But it's a mitzvah saseh shazman grama, seemingly, right? Says the Gemara, the hani and these women, hold the last new matzah, the havinah mitzvah saseh shazman grama, and because the only time you fulfill the mitzvah do rice according to Moshe Shoshone, a moment you eat on the night of the 15th, after dark and before morning, very narrow scope of time, mitzvah saseh shazman grama, so because the only way that a woman can ever fulfill that mitzvah is at night, therefore she's exempt. So Havamina that she's also exempt from chametz as well, so says the Gemara, Maybe we should say that she also doesn't have, just like she's exempt from matzah, she's also exempt from chametz. So says the Gemara, crazy have mean on the Gemara. Crazy have And then the Gemara goes on to the obvious. But now that we've learned a little bit, about but now that we know that that's not true, we know that because of, of the word kol and pasuk test, that a woman is hayeves in, in chametz and she's not allowed to eat chametz. So then... We now know that a woman is obligated in achilas matza per the sheet of Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer, nashim Says so the Gemara, we have a little uh, a little domino effect. Because of the word kol, it undoes the havamina to say that maybe a woman would be uh, exempt from matzah, would be pater, I should say, pater from the world of chametz, because she's a mitzvah, say she man grama. It's not that way. She's chayabes in chametz, and therefore she's chayabes in matzah says the Gemara, but the way you use the word kol was a little bit strange. The word kol is to include women. Why is it that you chose, when the word said kol, why did you choose to take the word kol and say, from there we're going to learn that women are chayavos in the Yisra of Matza when you could have learned out that someone who ate a it's Like, how did you choose between the two? My, I've shared this before. My rabbi said this is one of the hardest parts of shahs, of, of understanding psukim. How did the chachamim decide what to include with the word kol? How did they figure it out? So we'll see here a slight pecking order of how to choose what, at least a general direction of what drasha to use. Answers the Gemara. Maybe it should come to include the iser of Ereb, that it's b'kare. So when there's a tarovus of chametz, there's an iser kare. It's mistabra, this is Gemara's answer. It makes sense to say, then when we're talking about those who eat the food, it's then reasonable to include other people who are eating the food. When you're talking about those who eat the food, you're going to start talking about the issue of what they eat. The Torah is speaking about who is not allowed to eat it. And you're like, by the way, Isr Karisan na we're not talking about that. We're talking about who. We're not talking about what. We're talking about people. We're not talking about the product. So then that's why the Gemara says, you, you stick, stick to the topic at hand. So when we say the word coal, look at the pasuk. The pasuk says, the pasuk says over here, uh, kol machmet, you're not allowed to eat it. You, people, you're not allowed to eat it the L-ra- what in- to include women so that's why the digamar says we're sticking to the topic at hand says the digamar wait a minute maskiflar of nosan we're 1/3 of the way down am gimlam at base a little bit more almost halfway way down maskiflar of nosan avu adraguna he says le kohekh de kaib okhlen lo marben ekhlen there's no precedent in, in, in learning out that we start out talking about a person and we end up talking about a product. Of course, there's precedent for that. The Tanya, the Bryson writes, Kikol ochel min When we talk about eating chelev, Kikol ochel, you cannot eat that food. We're talking about a person. Then comes along the drasha Emi yalla chelev Chelev Bale mumin. We're talking about the what now? We're talking about the product. There What do we see here? We started talking about people. Oh, don't eat. And we ended up talking about and now we're not talking about people anymore. We're talking about product. So you broke your own rule. You wanted to say the reason why the word kol implied Nushim and not. An extra iser by a taroves of Hamas is because we were talking about people. So let's continue talking about people. Kol means women. It doesn't mean Eru. It doesn't mean a taroves. But that's not true because in the case of chilev that wasn't true we see that by chilev we started out with ochlin and ended with ne'a answers the gemara two-thirds of the way down hasam in that case of the chilev dileka ochlin. there are no more people to include in the isr it's an isr klali. everyone's usr in chilev there are no not there's no havamin at all to exclude anyone from chilev therefore we moved on to the next available category and other foods we're, we, we're done with the people. Now we're on to the product. But Hacha, in our case, we weren't sure because there's a Havamina that if a woman is exempt from matzah because it's a mitzvah, grama, then maybe she's also exempt from the connectedness of Hametz. Therefore, we need the word kol. By chaylev, there's no other people to include. So we, we left the category of people and used the words in the pasuk to include the what? The product. But Hacha, in our case ika ochlin, there were people who were eating the los shavik l'hu l'ochlin umar ben shavik, sorry, uh, sorry. Hacha the ika ochlin. Here, there are more people to talk about. There's nashim. Then los shavik l'lu We're not going to ignore those people to go add an extra drasha and speak about an extra issue that relates to roves. umar ben We're not going to do that. Good, beautiful. Last figure for the night, Remember, we said in the Brisa, uh, two-thirds of the way down we said, I'll read the line again. It's, it's the two wide line, two short lines before the wide lines. I'll read their shita in full. The said, Al dug on anush below klum." They said that the isr d'arisa with Kares applies to it to khamez dug on gomor, correct? But Al will below kloom. They said there's no isar the by taravas of chamads. Let's analyze that shita. Says the Gemara, the rabbis, the less eru. They, they who say that there is no isher doraisa by the Why not? Where did Rabbi Eliezer learn that from? The word kol. Well, what about you? You don't learn the word kol. That's correct. Kol lo They don't make that same drush as Rabbi Eliezer. But if you don't, if you're not dorish the word kol, then there's another ripple effect. Nashim. That was from the next pasuk. But if you're not dorish the word kol, so then we have a problem. It's a side effect. El nashim min we learn from Paragud from based pasuk Yates kol, that nashim are chayavos in mata and chayavos in Chametz. So where do you learn that from? Kol lo darshe. He says, yeah, you're right. I, I'm not Dorish to the word kol. But when it says ki and kol, I am Dorish. whole new level of nuance. Ki kol darshe. So that's what the Gemara answers. Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer, what about you? We know that you learned out that uh, nashim are from the word kol and the Isser lav is from the word kol as well. But if you have the extra word of ki, and maybe we should add the iser kares to the person who eats a tarobas of chametz. Rabbi Eliezer, a Kol, the rabos nashim, ki kol the rabos ruvo. Maybe we can do, have everything, all the iser. We tried. We included women with the word kol. We got the iser lav of a tarobas of chametz with the word kol. We have an extra word of for ki. We know why the rabbanon use the word ki because they're not doing the word kol. So they take the word ki and they say the only way the women are included in the iser of chametz and masa is by the word ki kol. But if there's an extra word of ki, Rabbi Eliezer should use it to add the iser of kares to of chametz. The and if you want to say that kikol that Rabbi Eliezer is not Dorish kikol Rabbi Eliezer low Dorish, that's not true. The Atanya, the Brisa writes. Uh, let me read this correctly. The pasuk says. The pasuk says, Kol mincha asher You're not allowed to add to the Torish, You're not allowed to add chametz. You're not allowed to add honey. So it says the Gemara seor ba'sakti ru the elakulo. I, I can't add all of it in, I, not coal. Miksasa Minai partially is that usur as well. Tamalomar ko. A ruvo a mixture, is that allowed? Tamalomar kikol. Man shamasle de darish kol, Rabbi Eliezer. The kadarish kikol. We see here that he is darish kikol. Kasia. And the Gemara ends with that. We end with this misunderstanding of Rebbe Eliezer. We don't know how this works. Remember that we showed him say that Akash is not a teku. Akash means you have to work harder for the answer. A teku means we really don't know what the answer is. We'll stop right here. Picking up tomorrow, the Emir Sashem from Amr I'll be above six lines from the bottom of the Gimelamud Bays wishing you all a beautiful night. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.